Brought to you by Magnetic Ag, the all things agriculture newsletter. Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. Do you think there's a little PTSD somewhere in there in the biathlon? I mean, you've got somebody <laughs> wore out to their wits end, and now you're going to hand them a rifle. <laughs> Is that really a good idea? I mean, I'd be like that one girl, Carrie Strug. I mean, she made that jump with a broken ankle. I could do that. Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. You hear that? It's Brent and Landon, and this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Well, I would say thanks a lot, Ashton, but Ashton is no longer with the network. She uh, moved on to bigger and better things, and we've got a new gal out there. I I can't remember what her name is, but she's not in Lubbock, so I don't think she's as accessible to get to do um, in-studio recordings as Ashton did. But this is, nonetheless, the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We've got, as always, Landon Nolan. Landon. What's shaking bacon? Oh, you know, Brent. Man, I am just, I love watching the sprinklers turn. And before we get any further, we've got our old buddy, Casey Seymour, up from the great white north of Nebraska. Casey, what's going on on the Moving Iron podcast? Hey, Brent. First time, long time. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> hey, Phil. Great show as always. <laughs> Uh, not much you know we're talking a lot of stuff right now about uh plant season obviously and uh there's a lot of plane delays in in the uh midwest because they have this i think they call it rain i'm not i don't i don't know exactly some kind of mythical thing that falls from the sky that i I don't know that we have that anymore but so like this year it sounds like it's like more epic than usual like they're saying two weeks yeah. They're saying two weeks with good weather. Right. That doesn't... Yep. I mean, we've had good weather for seven months. I mean, if, if right. that's what they call yeah. good weather. Yeah, so it's it's the most strangest, strangest thing I've heard in a while where, where you have um, kind of go from a, a kind of a dry winter, especially in, in the, where we're at, you know, in that, that far western plains, you know, high plains area, whatever you want to call it. Right. And uh, kind of going from a... We didn't have much moisture at all, anywhere at all, through the spring or through the winter or through the fall or <laughs> through, through the summer. Or, you know, you, you name the season, we didn't have much moisture, but out, everywhere around us did. You know, it was oh. just a weird thing. You know, I mean, just plenty of plenty of moisture to the north and to the west and everywhere else. But um, you know, as you take a look at what's going on, the the, uh, the planning. Uh, Planning window is uh, shrinking ever, you know, so quickly here as we take a look at what's going on. And I was in the pool. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> and it's kind of shaping up like 2019 did, you know, where we might be planting uh, corn in July again. So who knows? But we'll see what happens. Okay. So now Nebraska, is it pretty much like if you cut it in half in the whole east half is rainy or does, is it more Nebraska than that? Um. You really, if you look at a map, I, I would say that the predominant amount of rain that comes through is kind of Highway 81 and, and east, which is like the, you know, 
I bet it's 25% of the state. Um, okay. It's middle, middle wet, middle East is obviously wetter than, you know, middle West is. Yeah. So, yeah. um, as that, as that goes along, but it's like they, you know, I hear people complaining about being too wet and it's just, it's really hard to comprehend that because I've seen videos and it's for real. I mean, mm-hmm. these people are underwater. They've got all this tile that's draining it off yeah. and still, and then not only is it wet, it's cold. Right. This you is know, crazy. like Dakotas, they may not even have planting weather for, I mean, hell, they just had a blizzard, what, a week ago? Right. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not unheard of for them to have a blizzard in late April, but hell, we've had a blizzard in late April before, but it's... Well, uh, they're talking about the Red River uh, up there in North Dakota, and uh, Sean Hackett's guy on my, my podcast here, and, and he talks a lot about what's going on in the weather front, and he's a, he's a uh, commodity analyst, but he was talking like the Red River is it's going to crest the highest it's ever crested in a hundred years since recorded history. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you have to go to some, you know, Indian someplace that would have a tablet someplace <laughs> with some water depth somewhere to find something different in this. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big, it's a big deal. I mean, if you take a look what's going on and, and it went from being the, one of the driest places on the, on the, in the country, uh, even up into like Saskatchewan up North of there to be in one of the wettest places, uh, all within a, you know, a two or three month period. Yeah, we actually put the first seeds in the ground this afternoon, or our nephew did, and he's uh, rolling and going right now. But it's uh, we had those some epic wind days of what oh, last week, and it was um, yeah. it kind of I kind of have to brag on our, our on our no till again because we have stuff that was covered and it was still moist just underneath the uh, residue, and so we were we were good to go there. Whereas that bare stuff in places is just hard as a rock, and I mean a matter of four days that's, two or three days that's what she said brent yeah honey tell you what man you gotta <laughs> so that's gonna come into a random thought um uh, casey since you're talking about you know bare skin and wrapping mm-hmm. and covering residue and everything but landon has just gone into the blair witch project and uh, he's walking around down a basement yeah i can get so upset when people don't <laughs> what does he say in the office <laughs> it puts, it puts <laughs> lotion on its skin it makes me sad yeah. when people yeah. don't label their food in the, in the community <laughs> kitchen now if Our cars go in the compact box <laughs> <laughs> what, what and what do they uh what do they do um Spot, 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 or whatever. <laughs> anyway, lazy, lazy Scranton. Yeah, lazy Scranton. Oh man, Landon's always good to to get it back to the office. But um, we're actually not here to talk farming and um, weather and bitching and moaning. And uh, Casey, would you like to talk about mental health for the next forty five minutes? No, <laughs> I do not want to talk about mental health. No. What about that exercise museum you have in the background there? Right, that's my morning routine. Are you in a Are you in a prison rec room? I am actually. Yeah. When do you get time out on Flash. the yard, there, Casey? <laughs> I Flash get that library. Little, I get that window right there. And then I... So, are you trying to tell us that you spend equal time working out and reading? Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. So, Casey, do you have a gym there in Scotts Bluff you go to, or is I mean, obviously you no, don't. No, I just. I is just there a gym? Steel in my basement. Oh yeah, there's. There's several. There's a CrossFit gym and all that stuff. So in Nebraska, are you li- are you lifting like Lister uh, busters and uh, discs and all that kind of stuff? Or no, you regular weights. I think I see. Right? It. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh man, that would be awesome if you did. <laughs> like doing the doing the um, limbo underneath the sickle section. So yeah. Anyway, who left the three bushel bag out again? You know, <laughs> I was doing that. You know. Well, we just thought we'd um, this week we had some just random thoughts that were running through our head, and we thought we'd like to get them off our chest. And uh, hopefully, Casey Casey's got thoughts. I don't know. I know they're random. But uh, Kate Landon's always good for a few uh, random thoughts as well. So we're going to get into that. But before, Casey, you're going to have to check this out. I'm about to do a live read like all you professional podcasters do nice. on yeah. here, the Dryline Farmer podcast. So when I get over here to it, I don't want any interruptions or anything because it's hard enough to read English as it is. So got it. we are proud to introduce Magnetic Ag. Casey, are you familiar with Magnetic Ag? Can't say that I am. Well, here is your opportunity because Magnetic Ag is asking, are you looking for carefully curated and delightfully digestible ag news? Anyone? Anyone? Well, look no, oh, well, look no further. Magnetic Ag is a twice-weekly newsletter that curates from over 40 sources to bring you a five-minute email read on all things agriculture. Join 10,000-plus farmers and agriculture professionals today. Sign up today for free at magnetic-ag.com. That's magnetic-ag.com. Landon, Casey, I I crushed that son of a bitch right there. (laughs) Yes, you did. I was so proud of him. You went yard on that one. You only had like four mistakes there. It was great. Yeah, Yeah. well, you know, you can suck it and tell me how it tastes. (laughs) Okay, so... Anybody? Does anybody want to start? Or do I need to get the pump primed here on some random thoughts? Because, I've got one. Go ahead, Landon. What did so? Like you have all these Chuck Norris memes, like mm-hmm. him being like tough and strong. What? What? What's his one claim to like? What's his? What started that? Like what's his one claim to toughness? Or well, I would think it was the is the kickboxing with Bruce Lee, isn't it? Yeah, he's a kickboxing world champion. So it's and, not. Uh, not Walker, Texas Ranger. Well, that was the lead up to it. I you think know. that was kind of lead into it because it always ended with one special spinning roundhouse kick. <laughs> that, okay. Everyone, you think that like yeah, this Walker guy? You got to watch that roundhouse kick. Yeah, I was just wondering what the defining moment was. Like, doesn't Bruce Lee beat him? Dodgeball. Dodgeball. <laughs> that non-speaking part, and he yeah. just he just crushes Whatever. it, man. He says, thank you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, it's um the way he the way his stardom rose to fame is pretty impressive with that. Uh I, I'm thinking that um of course Chuck Norris can never die. I mean, he's immortal. But I would think if there were to be a protege, it's probably be Elon Musk. Because this guy can make people cry faster than a onion sandwich. And he's proven that by, like, let's yeah. say, so he bought Twitter. Let's say the thing completely fails. He still has $150 billion left over. I mean, right. if he loses $42 billion, he's still got hundred over $150 billion yeah. left. What did, what did somebody say? They're like, oh, he just bought this so he can get some Russian money or something. And oh, somebody's God. like... His worth is like a Net fifth worth. of Russia's whole economy. I don't, I don't, I don't think he needs yeah, yeah. their money. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. I mean, is that? It, is, it was funny to watch people's heads explode. Like I was flipping oh, through man. Twitter, you know, watching people on there, and I'm like, man, it these is. guys are really fired up. But it's like they say, people are going to leave Twitter like they were going to leave for Canada when Trump was elected. 
I mean, right. they ain't going to leave Twitter. I, I watched, I, I got on that libs of TikTok today for a little while while I was spraying and praying to God I got turned around before I hit the sprinkler with my auto steer. <laughs> but <laughs> um, it was, I mean, it was unbelievable how these people, I mean, talk, I mean, literally, they don't have no lies. If, if you cry because of Twitter, social media, or anything that does not directly affect you, it's, I mean, I guess 9 11. I guess it directly affected us, but, you know, that's okay to cry out. You can cry at 9-11. That's all right. I mean, Casey, you probably didn't since you have no soul, but everybody else can probably cry at 9-11. But, yeah, no, Elon Musk, he could be a protege of Chuck Norris. How old do you – I wonder how old he is now. He's got to be 70-something, doesn't he? Oh, he's probably like – He's probably like 78 or 80. <laughs> he's about 70 when he's doing Walker, Texas Ranger. I mean, Chuck yeah. Norris. America. I'm going to guess, guess 82. I'm going to guess high. 1940. Boom. 82. If, if he's already yeah. had his birthday. <laughs> I love this. So, you know, when you when you Google something here, I'll share a screen here. When you, Chuck when you, Norris doesn't have birthdays. Chuck, I'm just kidding. There's probably something stupid on that, too. So, um, I'm gonna, Delta Force. That's oh, yeah. Um, and, of course, back watching Walker, Texas Ranger. Holy crap. That was corny. Holy crap. Was that corny? <laughs> Oh man, it was legitimate. Okay, here we go. So you know how you um, when you Google something and it brings up the results, it'll 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 have these deals like quick links. People also ask, and the first one was who was better, Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris. So it says since Chuck Norris cult, what? Chuck Norris's cult was the antagonist. The fight ended with Lee getting the win. Oh, I guess they are in a movie together. The popularity yeah, of Chuck Dragon, dude. Oh, oh, that's it. The yeah. popularity of Chuck Norris versus Bruce Lee fight and the reputation of both actors has often led fans to wonder if they had ever fought each other in real life as well as who would want who would win. I think there's a story also about Chuck Norris training Bob Barker. He like <laughs> for Happy he like Gilmore. Broke, just no, just for like exercise <laughs> back in the day, and he like broke Bob Barker's ribs or something. See, I would think he would be um Chuck Norris enough to be able to teach without hurting or something. I don't know, you know. He just every once in a while, Chuck Norris is just like Chuck Norris. He's like, yeah. The beast comes out, and next thing you know, so maybe I, maybe maybe Bob Barker bid a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no yeah. somebody bid eight eighty eight, and somebody bid eight eighty nine, and Chuck yeah. Norris just went off in their ass. So I know there's we need to make a meme up for this, but he was married twice. But it's got to be one of those deals where, like, Chuck Mary doesn't get divorced. He's, you know, you got to think of something for that. That would be great. I'll decide when I'm divorced. <laughs> yeah. Al, Al, Chuck, Chuck Norris doesn't pay alimony. Alimony pays Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. when, when Chuck Norris falls out of a boat, he doesn't get wet. The ocean gets Chuck yeah. Norris. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay, Landon, that, I like that. That's pretty good. So um, I had this random thought the other day. So, I find it strange that we as men are so comfortable with the fact that we have nipples. Well, everything has nipples, Fokker. <laughs> and, and and that's yeah. and when, whenever we meet women, the first thing we think of is what their nipples look like. It's like yeah. if we're so enthralled with nipples, why aren't we yeah. playing with our own all the time? Having having nipples as a man, the worst part of that is like running. Oh, I mean, the chafing. I'm like freaking Andy on the office. It's oh, it's starting. 
So the worst is <laughs> is uh, it depends on the day. If I put my phone in my front pocket of my shirt, and it gets, starts to get a little uh, irritation there, man, you can't you can't wash that off for a day. It's just it, it it's uncomfortable, it's unseemly, and it looks like I'm ready to get down, just like right there in the middle of the field. It's it's irritating. <laughs> But apparently that isn't bothering. Casey probably worked mm-hmm. his nipples off. He's probably he's probably got him in a bag somewhere upstairs. Just a nub. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably got uh-huh. innies or something. I don't know. Innies <laughs> <laughs> in, in, on nipples. <laughs> Casey, are you are you Copenhagen cans or are you more like Buffalo nickels? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm like a, I'm probably like a Canadian uh, Canadian, <laughs> Canadian dollar. You know, you know. <laughs> oh man, I, and I'm sure Kate Landon's are extra. Extra red. <laughs> oh man, I just try not try not to run with a shirt with a logo. I don't know why that's that always makes it worse. I have like an embroidered one. Yeah, yeah, that's not comfortable at all. So it's just the I always wondered if I thought about this the other day. I was taking delivering a guy a tractor and I pull him to his yard and I'm looking out there and I'm dropping off a, a front wheel assist tractor and he's got a, a you know truck if you have a truck it's a four-wheel drive truck right if it's if it's got four-wheel drive but it's the same difference it's a front wheel assist truck just like it is a front wheel assist okay tractor so i've always thought about why why do they you have a four-wheel drive tractor right uh-huh then you got a front wheel assist tractor essentially all four you know all axles turn and right. the same with, with with vehicles i don't i don't understand why they my, the well because four-wheel drive tractors are four-wheel drive all the time well, yeah, I mean, I get that part, but I'm saying like on a vehicle versus a tractor, why is it front wheel assist in a tractor and a car's four wheel drive? Yeah, it, it's a troubling notion to to be able to live with every day. I know that yeah. it, it's really it troubling. Yeah. What about um, if you if your penis had lungs and you put a condom on it, would it feel like somebody's putting a plastic bag over your head? <laughs> and that's like for the best part of your life every time. Or would it? Or would it turn into an actual balloon? <laughs> it would turn blue. <laughs> I don't know. That it seems like that'd be a traumatic part of life for a penis. <laughs> so, like your penis could breathe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, because that like that's the best part of your life is getting to do that, and all of a sudden you're assuming, being suffocated for the next four and a half minutes. <laughs> are we? Are we also assuming it could talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a mouth on it, I guess. You know, well, I, mean, I guess in that in your in your in your example there. Uh, Brent, you would have to have gills instead of lungs. <laughs> what, a, what am I, Kevin Costner in Waterworld? What are we talking about here? <laughs> just, well, he does drink his own urine, so I guess. He does. <laughs> Here's a three machine. Oh, man. Uh, you know, was, I don't know if, who I was what, listening to the other day. They were talking about Waterworld, and everybody was like, yeah, it was a flop because they spent all this money. And it's like, I still thought it was a pretty good movie. We need to have an... Need to have an episode where movies were so-called flops, but they were actually good movies. Can't be much worse than The Postman. See, I watched about the first 10, 15 minutes of that movie, and I fell asleep or something. I can't remember what it was. There's that scene seen... where like he's with Tom Petty, I think, is in is in the end there. Yeah, and he's like, you're he's famous. Like, you're famous, aren't you? And he's like, not as famous as you are, bro. Like, oh, yeah, okay. That's, <laughs> so it's an apocalyptic movie, isn't it? Yeah, something happened. I think so. It has like, That's it has like one of the top worst lines ever, where some ladies like, sit calling him like a god or a godsend or something, and all these you know great things, and he's like, 
no ma'am i'm just the postman <laughs> yeah i know Dan, yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds yeah. like to me it's basically an episode of seinfeld mail on sunday <laughs> whoops <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So he, uh, I didn't figure the postal service could uh, serve the uh, population of an apocalyptic world. That's pretty impressive to say. Which it is, Kevin Costner. Yeah. So, yeah, you paid you paid fifty three cents for this freaking stamp. I'm freaking <laughs> delivering it. It's <laughs> pretty. What impressive. is it? What do they say on Seinfeld when George is like, he's like, "Why did you deliver this?" Well, it's raining. He's like. <laughs> Then you're come, come rank. It's the first one. It wasn't much of one for creeds. <laughs> it's like Newman's not working today. Oh, that's right. It's raining. <laughs> I don't work in the rain. <laughs> I love that deal the other day. Somebody was like, Man, this is just like Netflix. Netflix. I just look around for 45 minutes and just watch Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, pretty much that's how it is. Yeah, or The Office when it used to be. Okay, Casey, okay, so you got anything random for us? Else, you ever wonder why in a football game, when it's first and date, you know the 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 referee spots the ball by yeah. eye, but when it comes down to if it's first and ten or not, they bring out chains that are supposed to be exactly like if they got to cross the line or not. Start over, Casey. That was segmented. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The the play goes off, running back gets tackled, whatever, and, yeah. they, and they kind of spot the ball with their eye where it's at, and then they kind of eyeball where the ball's supposed to be yeah. spotted at on whatever it is. But if they get close to the first and 10 line, they use an exact measurement to make sure that it's within the 10-yard length to get the first down. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Of course, if you're like in the middle of the yard yardage to gain, I mean, it doesn't really matter too much because, you know, you can just I, – I don't know. I just figured since since it's not close to the line of gain, it's not that important. But it's kind of like looking at the gas gauge gas gauge from different angles. Sure. Yeah, well, are, are, which side of this slash slash am I on? Am I on the right? Is it center? Like, how do you angle your head to get to the right angle? And what? How do they? Where do they calibrate it? Are you supposed to put your head in the right part of the angle? Yeah. Did that that completely stumped y'all? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's like there people yeah. were people were bitching about you know how it takes you know another two minutes to to uh, like if it's like fourth and inches or whatever and they got to come up and measure it. It's like they can't invent anything else better than those stupid chains between the two sticks. I'm like, dude, what else do you want to measure ten yards with? You think they're gonna get lasers? There's gonna be some fat ass water boy always in between the lasers. I mean, Point. what? What wheel do you want to reinvent? It's a 10-yard rope. Maybe put the chain guys on the field. <laughs> yeah, make them play in the middle. Like They're just play. like the referees. They're just part of the field. If they get hit, that's just like running into the grass. Just take out the chain. You stand here and you don't freaking move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit if 600 pounds of guard and tackle yeah. are coming at you. You're, You're going to take that hit, and you better not lose your spot either. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I don't, I don't care. It's always... I, Half a ton of titans are coming right at you. You don't move. <laughs> Half a ton of titans. <laughs> Half a ton of titan coming <laughs> at you, boy. They have a, they have a. Watching Barry Sanders growing up, you know, here's a guy that would get two thousand yards a season, but he ran probably yeah eight thousand yards to get those two thousand. Right. Oh no, in, kidding. You know. Speaking of Barry Sanders, can how did Oklahoma State not win a national championship? They had him and Thurman Thomas. 
Mike Gundy had Thurman Thomas and Sanders in the same backfield. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Dude, we had Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, and we didn't even make it to a bowl game. Yeah, we did. We went six and six one year. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we had arguably the 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 most uh, promising up and coming quarterback of our generation, and we couldn't yeah, right. even get a winning percentage. Yeah, it can be MVP of the NFL, but oh, he can't even be conference player of the week. <laughs> so now, oh, I guess Iowa State. Us, no, because we tied when we were nine and one or nine and two. We tied for the Big Twelve championship, didn't we, with Oklahoma? Yeah. And maybe Texas. I, no, I it was, I'm pretty sure it was just us two. But isn't us, us yeah. and Iowa State, are we the only ones in the Big 12 that don't have a Big 12 championship, like sole championship? Because Kansas I does. West, I don't think West Virginia does. Kansas Well, does? no, I mean, before West Virginia Before came that. In. No, Kansas doesn't have a Big 12. Yeah, they Kansas do. Yeah, they do because they went to – Kansas remember has a Big 12 when championship? Mark, when Mark Mangino was coaching them and they went to the freaking That's Fiesta right. Bowl. Hell yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it was Job only for, hut. huh? Job of the hut. Job of the hut. Whatever. <laughs> dude, that dude was fat. Holy he was big. God, he's fat. I saw I saw a, a photo of a Chris Christie yesterday. He was at some ball game and he had a small bag. Or he had the yeah he had a small bag of M and M's and then he pulled pulled out a big bag of M and M's and was pouring the big bag into the smaller bag because the smaller bag was empty. I'm like he shares he shares the small bag into the share size bag. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he does, man. Oh God, that I mean that takes some effort to do that. It takes some effort to do that. So I. Uh, y'all have heard of Kim Commando, I'm sure. She's the radio chick that does the sure. te- technology radio show. Yep. Landon, she's only been on for like 25 years. Is that on AM? Well, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> it ain't on FM. No, I don't, I don't know her. So anyway, she's got a call-in radio show. People ask her, you know, most of the time it's uh, unplug it or, you know, they got some grandma calling in on how to uh, get her dial-up to work or something. But anyway, <laughs> so this guy calls in the other day, and he, he wants to know a safe place where he can put his nude photos of his wife. <laughs> like... How about get a Polaroid and a four-inch thick safe? Because that's the only place it's going to be safe if you put it on the internet or if you put it on anything electronic. And I'm sure this wife is just like a 10. I'm sure she's smoking hot. How old did this guy sound? Oh, probably mid middle-aged, you know, 50 uh, or something. Hi, Kim. This, this is George. You got this <laughs> wife of mine, and I'd like to put my nude pictures of her up on, on the computer. Oh God! And and you know she and she hesitated. She just kind of uh, uh well. Anyway, she goes into this like super and like hundred and eighty bit encrypted you know server you can put it on or whatever. And I'm like, why don't you just look at her? Because I'm yeah. she's there all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next time, next time you're taking the pictures, put the camera down. Oh and, God. And then go do your thing. I mean, God, naked bodies were so much safer before the digital camera came out, or the phone anyway, the phone with the camera came out because... God damn, I remember that, dude. I couldn't imagine in 1990, freaking three, four, and five, and six, for that matter, what my life would have been like if I'd have had... (laughs) You wouldn't have left the house. (laughs) I was like, holy crap. (laughs) 
Imagine, <laughs> like, before they had cameras, you know, back in the 1800s, they had to draw pictures of their naked wives, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. That took some... You know, it's a funny story, you know, since we're talking about nude pictures and all. Of course. Um, <clears throat> they had a... I, I, was, I was talking to my wife the other night, and I was like, you know, I, go, I remember when I was a kid, the, the the underground railroad you had to go through to get <laughs> the nudie mag out to the fort in the woods, you know, when right. you're, like, you know, 12 that years age, old, you know? yeah. And I go, now these freaking kids walk around with unlimited, porn. yeah. I mean, everything ever produced ever in history of, of mankind. Yeah. And, and all gonna, they have to do is tell one lie that, yes, I am 18. <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> like that right, scene yeah. in South yeah. Park. Oh, yeah, he's at the computer. He's like, are you? And all right. <laughs> That's yeah. probably what parents are more upset about. <laughs> God, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you had to go like, you had to go through more of an underground than that to get beer. I mean, it was, they had, <laughs> yeah. of course, you go to the gas station, there's some, you know, 76 year old Sunday school teacher that's just trying to make it through her social security check. And you uh-huh. have to ask her for the latest, you know, hustler, or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what does uh, Biggins, you know, Al Bundy would always read Biggins on Married with Children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. The, uh, I remember in high school, we always had the, the guys around that were like the, the dude in Dazed and Confused, you know, the Matthew McConaughey's character. <laughs> I keep getting older, but they keep they staying the same age. You, had that, you know, you had that you guy. Get older. And, you get older? Oh, know, you had that guy. We had, yeah, we had several of those guys. And oh, they were, wow. Yeah, the random the random 30-year-old that somehow got on the bus for a road game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smoking Kratom. There'd be a guy. <laughs> there'd be, this guy would come in and he'd be like, this guy was like, we were 16, 17, 18 year olds, you know, and he'd be 25, 26, 27. So going to the high school parties. I'm like, I've seen him varsity blues. Where like, uh, you yeah. come to these things? You saw, hell yeah. I hadn't missed one. He's still, and he's got his letter jacket on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're about to, they should call this the America's funniest videos of getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yes, uh, it's but, funny how but, that works. But how many Ben Afflecks too has has there been around from Days to Confused? It's just the total dickhead likes to fight guy. Oh man, that was Is that who that was. Yeah, he was the dickhead. Yeah, he, like he failed senior year. Oh yeah, so he, yeah, 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 yeah. So he could do it twice. Yeah, yeah. and he had his paddle Allegedly. or whatever, and they were all waiting for yeah. what's his name at, at the so- hey. at the baseball game. Oh, you're dead, Mitch. You're dead. You and your friend, you're dead. You're de- yeah. Y'all cut him some slack. He's pretty good to have blocking for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I just that's one of those deals. I just cut a picture. That's how he is. But oh man. Uh, so I just li- got a few done listening and actually watching the movie of Molly's Game. Have y'all, y'all, have y'all heard of that? Anyway, it's this chick. She, um, true story. She got basically she got into running all these poker games, and about half or about two thirds of the book is she's over in like Hollywood, and like the main the main player is Toby Maguire, and I guess this guy's just a grade A asshole. Anyway, but anyway, like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and DiCaprio and. Those guys, which they were just kind of mentioned, but Toby Maguire is in that is kind of the main dickhead on that deal. But anyway, it was pretty <laughs> amazing. Like they would have, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollar buy-ins, and then of course you'd have the degenerates that would come in and like, I mean, they would blow off like a half a million, like it was nothing. Anyway, I bet Matt Damon was kicking ass because he was pretty good in rounders. rounders. Yeah, yeah, 
No, Toby McGuire, he was the shark, and then he kind of and he didn't fix them, but he damn sure made like if she invited anybody to come in, he had to clear it because he wanted to make sure, you know that because he would get like the down low on them and make sure they weren't any good or they couldn't beat him or something. But anyway, he was he, and he always had it in for her. Like she got started by this guy she worked for, and anyway, it's called a Molly's Game. Is a pretty good is a pretty good flick. But um, yeah, no those uh those actors do they can be. Well, did you just have you? I, I want to do an episode, or I want to do if I had the note wherewithal to do it. You know, the, they got the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing going. Somebody, and I, I would be surprised if Saturday Night Live doesn't come up with it. But they need to have a court, mock-up courtroom, and like every other question is just from like a character that Johnny Depp plays. Like they got Jack Sparrow, and then cut away. Yeah. Then they got Edward Scissorhands, and then they cut away, and then they got he was in. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and they should bring back Bill Hader and let him play every single one of the parts. How he could do it, (laughs) dude. Those people are nuts. Those two. I mean, like it it wasn't. What did he say? I wasn't assaulting her. I was just hitting her. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that sounds about right. You know, somebody had a picture of like I guess her and Elon Musk dated. Really, and somebody had a picture of him walking and like he had the scratch on his face, and they're like. I know it won't happen, but I wish Johnny Depp's team would like ask Elon Musk like what happened to his face when he was dating her. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. Have you heard about it yet? Yeah, I bet yeah. she gets that all the time. Hey yo. So speaking of weirdos, Megan Fox and this uh shotgun is it shotgun Kelly? Is that his name? You talk about machine a gun. Pe- machine gun. Machine gun Kelly. Hey, that's close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't uh, Shotgun Kelly like a band at the Midnight Rodeo in Amarillo? That does that. Maybe that's why I said that. Or a DJ or something. Uh, Megan Kelly, not Megan Kelly. She's hot too. Megan Fox. Okay. Meg. Oh, Megan spells it with an A. Sorry, that's Megan Kelly that spells it with a Y. Okay. Um, appear to confirm. Oh, they are in a consensual relationship. Um, oh, no, sorry. They are in a consensual BDSM relationship after facing intense backlash over her engagement ring that he designed to cause pain. Okay, this bears reading. That's a that's a nice dodge by the submissive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... Oh, my gosh. This is... Okay, but this is buzzfeed.news. Um... Okay, these like I can't tell whose nails are longer, but I do know that they every day they drink each other's blood. She's like, "Oh my god, it's not like we're drinking goblets of each other's blood. It's just like a few drops or whatever." Anyway, oh god. And she, she was married to the dude from um what was it? 90210. Like, yeah, who was she married to before? What was um y'all have heard of him? Let's see. Uh, Megan Fox. That's overview. That's her Instagram. Where's Wikipedia at? There it is. Born 1986. She's got three children. Brian Austin Green. Yeah. She's from Oak Ridge, Tennessee. That's surprising. Thanks a lot. <laughs> That's surprising. Oak Ridge. Nothing comes. The only thing that comes out of Oak Ridge. <laughs> The only good thing that comes out of Oak Ridge is nuclear weapons, because isn't that where he made the pluton or pressed the plutonium down or however you say it? So yeah, and and the boys, and the boys, yeah, the boys. Anyway, so uh, let's get back to a Buzzfeed here. They uh, okay, yeah, here it is. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly drink. Oh, that's video. I don't want video. I want to read. 
File this under blood-curdling news of the day. Megan Fox opened up in a new interview on Tuesday Why she, exactly why she and fiancé Machine Gun Kelly drink each other's blood. What do you want to bet his real name? What do you venture to guess his real name is? Because like all these rappers like 50 Cent and Tupac, they all had like really like nerd names. What do you figure his real name is without cheating? Like, it's probably like Richard Thomas or something. <laughs> I, I, always, I figure there's a Clay or a Walter or maybe a Filbert or something like that. Maybe a Keith. <laughs> I'm going with Todd. Okay, let's Todd. search Google for Machine Gun Kelly. It is... Brrr, hang on, hang on. It's coming up here. Oh, yeah. Colson Baker. Man, That's like the Carlton of white people. I mean, Colson Baker, known professionally as... Uh, uh, Casey, you might know him better as MGK. Oh, that's that's where I lost it at. He's yep. an American rapper, singer, musician, and full-blown degenerate. Oh, <laughs> man. So, yeah, he's one if of these you, freaking... If you drink blood every day, can you donate more often? <laughs> Is there a yeah, you think your body would be like, we got to make some more blood because okay. someone's thirsty. Uh, so, I, apparently they're vampires now. I did not know that. Uh, let's, yeah. so let's go yeah, back here. a certain type of blood? You think they'd have to be the same type, wouldn't they? How well, often do you donate? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a limit? <laughs> oh god, I think our bags touched. <laughs> File this, okay, let's see. I got to get a more uh, Megan Fox drink. There we go. MGK's blood. Where we are? Where we are? Here's complex. I need to go one that doesn't have has the least amount of cookies. We're gonna go to people.com here. Okay. Oh, so it says for ritual purposes only. I did not know they were orthodox. Uh, that explains a lot. Then. Uh, when asked about the engagement blood drinking ritual, she confirmed it, but explained that it's just a few drops. When does it become not okay, y'all? Like what amount? Like Probably a teaspoon, before, tablespoon? Before the first drop would be my guess. <laughs> yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you think after each uh, ritual, they always say, man, that's good to the last drop. <laughs> that's why I call my baby Maxwell House. Let's see. Um, when asked to clarify what she meant, uh, she says, so like, uh, I guess to drink <laughs> each other's blood, like it might just lead people or like whatever. Or people are imagining us like with goblets and we're like Game of Thrones or whatever, drinking like each other's blood. And like it's just a few drops, but whatever, you know. Just, but yeah, like we do consume each other's blood on occasion for like totally rich purposes, ritual purposes only. I like totally read tarot cards and I'm into astrology and whatever. And I'm doing like all these metaphysical practices and meditations like and so much or whatever. And like I do rituals on new moons and full moons and all these moons. And like so when I do it, it's a passage or whatever or it's used for a reason. So it's like and it's controlled where it's like let's shed a few drops of blood and like each drink it. I think the only time that it would be even halfway okay would be if it was actually in a goblet. <laughs> Yeah. So, like when you yeah, you need to have a chalice of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you bite your lip, like the inside of your lip, and you taste your own blood, does it weird? I mean, it doesn't weird me out, but it's different. You don't want to drink it. <laughs> you don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not like. <laughs> you know, I'm not like you know, sponging it off into a shot glass or whatever. <laughs> calling this. You know, I've, 
I've, I've donated blood fairly regularly and I've never had a temptation to grab the bag and just, you know, <laughs> use it like a bottle of, uh, like a bag of sangria. <laughs> yeah. I'm now, yeah, yeah. Can y'all, is there any way y'all can throw a box around that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you put please, is there any way to put a tap on this? <laughs> she added that her fiance, MJ, MGK, AKA Colson Baker, is much more <laughs> haphazard and hectic and chaotic, where he's like just willing to cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. What? Okay. How long do y'all give this relationship? Um, I give it to, I'm going to be generous and give it to this time next year. Next and then they'll be year. like, Jesus crazy. You know, I don't <laughs> do. like, I can't take it. I can't give any more blood, man. I mean, I started getting anemic and, just, you know, it was like demanding that I give him blood constantly. And I'm like, no way, man. This is not and then for me. Just like, wait till they get married. <laughs> all this. All this, all this weird shit. They'll probably break up because, like, he stops wearing a mask or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh God. When asked if that scenario actually happens, she answered with a laugh. It does not happen. Oh, it doesn't not happen. Like, let me tell you, maybe not exactly like that, but a version of that has happened many times. A double negative. They are crazy. Mm-mm. She met. She met Kelly. Uh, while making the movie Midnight in the Switchgrass, said that her musician fiance is literally my exact physical type. Wouldn't that make him a woman? She also explained why she feels she's been manifesting him since she was four years old. And he is five to uh, six years younger than she is. So that's really weird. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm also four years older than him, so, like, I think I made him. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, dude. My thoughts and intentions grew him into the person that he is. Who knows what he would have looked like or been like if it wasn't for me. Dude. She got... That got run. She got... Have you seen the dude? This chick took Transformers a little too far. Yeah. Well, it is more than meets the eye, Brent. Well, I guess so. Man, Brent, your random thoughts are like kind of way out there. Mine was like the Chuck Norris thing, and my other one was which tree is best. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the loblolly pine, to be honest with you. I really yeah. like the loblolly pine. We don't have too many pine trees here in the uh, Texas panhandle. Probably like, like the Nebraska panhandle. We have a lot of cedar trees. We have mesquite and tumbleweeds. That's what we have. And spruces. We have... Like Landon, I don't think what not there's not one tree that's native to the Texas panhandle. Like literally. Really? We have Chinese elms, you know, those that's like the only thing that kind of And yet fall. and yet in every town we name all of our streets after <laughs> trees. trees. <laughs> so Hereford, we have Aspen, Beach. I don't know what a center tree is, but Douglas, yeah. Fir Elm, Fir, Greenwood, Hickory, Ironwood. Never seen an Ironwood tree. Uh, let's see. I it's Juniper. It's a uh, it's a street street light. Ironwood. I think if you name a street after a tree, you should at least plant one of those trees on that street. But yeah, <laughs> you I'd can't. love it to name it name it like deciduous street. <laughs> <laughs> Landon, yeah. it's hard to grow a tree in a yard when there's a car in it. <laughs> yeah, Palm, Palm Street's gonna have a little trouble on <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> So, Casey, they finally passed an ordinance in Hereford where it makes it illegal for you to park your car in your yard. 
<laughs> so, oh, really? I just not got around to that. Huh? Instead of uh, instead of having cars in the yards, now the street looks like there's a block party every day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, uh, but at least they're uh, making grass grow again, so that's pretty. To me, it's more that. surprising that law would ever need to get made. <laughs> Why would you even? Th- pretty right. soon they're going to come it, up with a law where it's illegal to drink your fiance's blood. With yeah. it being electric, election election season and all, they're going to have a make grass great again. Yeah, um, is that going to be a slogan? Someone's going to run on make kratom, <laughs> make parking in your yard <laughs> great again. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> pretty legit stuff, man. <laughs> Pretty legit stuff. Well, guys, any any more random stuff before we get out of here? No, that's about as random as I get. Yeah. Why do they call grape nuts if there's no nuts in it or grapes? <laughs> so, okay, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call it homework? You're not working on your home. <laughs> Boo. Well, I think that's a pretty good stopping point there. Casey, where can we find the Moving Iron Podcast? You can find the Moving Iron Podcast anywhere that podcasts are available. And you can also go to movingironllc.com and you can do that there. You can also go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. I got a LinkedIn page, Moving Iron Podcast. And I have a YouTube channel called Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. So check all those out. And from what I understand, it's got subtitles now. It does subtitles and they're in English. So, I mean, there you go. <laughs> I was looking for the Turkish uh, language. When are you going to get on that? It's Nebraskan and then it's English subtitles oh, okay. at the bottom. So, well, Landon, where can we find you at? No Twit Landon 44. That's right. You can find him there. You can find me, of course, at Trader Brent. And then just like Casey, we're all over the internet where podcasts are found. And we're also on the Global Ag Network. So, guys. We're going to get out of here. Hopefully, there'll be something good to talk about next week. I'm not even going to say what we are always hoping for because at this point, it's just talk. So, guys, until next time, y'all be cool. Y'all stay safe, and we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.